Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Music Matters Media Podcast. I am your host, Lisa. And I'm Eric. And today we have a really exciting and super fun episode. I've been dying to do this for a while, the concept of doing this. We are going to be reacting live to the 62nd Annual Grammy Awards nominees, winners, our personal reactions. There is no escaping how we feel because we are going to be reacting to everything as it comes live right now we are recording here january 26th and we are ready to go i'm excited about this episode i'm excited about the show there's so many great performances in store for tonight and so many fantastic nominations and categories to go through and i think we are in for a real treat tonight eric me too this is something that You know, we've definitely explored in the past, and I'm glad that we're finally making it a reality this time. Yeah, for sure. I remember when we did our episode last year for the 61st Grammy Awards, and we watched it together and we recorded, but having this live concept I'm very excited about, and if all goes well, you can expect a lot more episodes being like this in the future. But as always, Eric, we have our top three international countries to get to first. You ready? Ready. Okay, coming in at number three, we have Russia. Nice, Russia. Welcome to the top three, guys. Congratulations, Russia, for the first time this year in 2020. That is so awesome, man. Coming in at number two, the very loyal and devoted United Kingdom. Of course, knew it was a matter of time before we saw you guys in the top three again. So freaking awesome. Thank you so much, as always. Shout out to the UK. Always, you guys are forever one of our biggest fans, and we cannot thank you enough for listening every week. And finally, climbing all the way to our top spot this week, we have Brazil. Nice, Brazil. Number one this week. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody, really. Seriously, shout out to Brazil for making our number one spot this week. And there you have it, you guys. That is our top three. Number three, Russia. Number two, the United Kingdom. And number one, Brazil. But have no fear if you didn't make it on our list this week. You can make it next week or any week after that. All you have to do is share this podcast with your friends, with your families, with any loved ones you may have. And we could be shouting you out next. All right, Eric, here we go. We're about to start the 62nd Annual Grammy Awards. So excited. Let's do this. We got Lizzo starting out the night, opening the Grammys. This is going to be awesome. Very nice. Shout out to Kobe Ryan. May he rest in peace, the legend. 
Rest in peace, man. Okay, so we have a lot to unpack here. We have Lizzo, who opened up the show. Phenomenal way to kick off the night. Definitely. They picked an amazing opener. This was a no-brainer, especially given how much of a performer she is live, you know? Exactly. Her range is outstanding. Her performance was incredible. I love Lizzo. How could you not fall in love with Lizzo? She is one of the best performers of our time. Exactly. You tell me that she doesn't have talent based on this performance. She even pulled out the flute. Even pulled out that flute solo. Yeah, man. And then followed up by the great Alicia Keys, who is once again our host of the night for the Grammys, came out with such a beautiful monologue. Earlier today, Kobe Bryant, the late great basketball player, passed away. And uh, he is such a legend all around, not only just in sports, but both on and off the court as well. Such a genuinely good human being. So she took the time to give a moment to him and his legacy and to let everybody just have a moment of silence in his name. I thought that was truly beautiful. What a way to open the night. And then followed by that, we had Blake and Gwen Stefani, which shout out to them because they really have come such a long way. They're the most random couple or one of the most random couples in music, but you can tell that they genuinely love and care about each other. And it somehow works. It works because you can see how they interact with each other, how real it actually it is. You know, in the beginning, I think people were skeptical on it and they're like, I don't know, that's just so random and uh, out there, but they make it work. I'm glad that they've been making it work. They have obvious chemistry together, and I enjoyed their performance as well. What do you think, Eric? I definitely enjoyed it. It was definitely, you know, just a fitting performance, and you can definitely tell the chemistry that they have on stage, so it all was just really nicely put together. It definitely lifted the mood after the tribute for Kobe Bryant. I'm glad that they took the time to acknowledge him and his legacy. And I think that they'll be doing that throughout the night. Lizzo did it as well before she started performing. She gave a moment for him and uh, his family. He also lost his daughter. And it is such a tragedy. And he and his daughter will be greatly missed. So I'm glad that throughout the night they're giving uh, moments to him to tribute to his legacy and his family and send their condolences and so far so good the night is really off to a great start and also shout out to boys to men for that very beautiful acapella performance yes boys to men and alicia keys as part of the kobe tribute they all sang together and uh, it was truly beautiful you could tell there was a lot of people getting choked up in the crowd us included. Yeah, yeah, because how could you not? <laughs> yeah, but now it's time to look forward to just a night of music and performances and all of that. So let's go. The best pop solo performance. Okay, best pop solo performance. We have Spirit by Beyonce, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, Truth Hurts by Lizzo. You Need to Calm Down by Taylor Swift. I knew this category was going to be packed. Who's winning? Who do you think? Yeah, it's anyone's guess. Lizzo. Lizzo! Nice. You called it. <laughs> nice. She deserves it. They all, honestly, anybody could have walked away with this one. But yeah, I'm, I'm very, very proud. Yeah, me too. 
I'm glad that Lizzo took this one. Yeah, me too. All right, so Lizzo just won, and I am so glad that she took it. I think her speech was incredible, and I just love everything about her. As I said earlier, she is such a performer, such a talent musically, but just as a person, how could you not fall in love with Lizzo? So I'm very much excited for her, very proud of her, for how far she has come as a person, as an artist, and yeah, what did you think, Eric? I think it's a very well-deserved win. I agree with you that, you know, her attitude is just so infectious and... You know, once you see her on stage and see her and hear her sing, you know, it really changes things for you. So I'm really glad that she won. And I really give her a lot of credit for just overcoming so many hurdles and obstacles. And before she won, we had the Jonas Brothers perform their new song, uh, What's a Man Gotta Do? And they killed it. And it feels so good to see the Jonas Brothers back in action. I personally really love the song that they performed. that has got a pretty bluesy feel to it. So I think that was cool. It does. The Jonas Brothers have found their niche, I feel like. Now that they've reunited, they're all playing on each other's strengths. And I really enjoy the new song. It went over really well. You could see the crowd was into it. So that's always a promising thing. Yeah. And I love that little bit where it was just them and, you know, their guitars. That was really cool. And it also had, you know, a vintage Jonas Brothers feel to it, but it also felt modern. So I thought that was a really nice way to open their set. And we can't carry on without mentioning Alicia Keys' melody to Louis Capaldi's song of how she mentioned all the artists that were nominated and put her own spin and twist on that song. Incredible. I love everything about Alicia Keys. Not only is she physically stunning, she really doesn't look like she's aged a day since she's been in the music industry in the early 2000s, but more so than anything else, I love her personality and I love everything that she represents. She's honestly just the archetype of what an M- of what an MC should be, what somebody in this kind of position should really be all about. She knows how to make the audience feel amazing. And honestly, it's hard to think of anybody else that can do this job as well as she can. I totally agree with you. I love her message. I love everything that she stands for. And I am so glad that she came back as the host once again this year for the Grammys. Me too, man. Hell, if we could have her do this forever, I mean... It makes the night so much more interesting and enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. She definitely knows how to keep the audience on their feet, that's for sure. I really feel like every category is going to be extremely tough to determine. We have such quality. Within the past year, we had such quality releases. What a great year music 2019 was. So it's really anybody's guess who's going to walk away with what. But that's what makes it all the more exciting. And this is only award number one. So here we go, <laughs> Eric. Very interesting. Here we go. Okay, so we just had Tyler, the creator, perform with Boys to Men. First of all, I want to just give a shout out to Boys to Men. I love Boys to Men. Yeah, and they were accompanied by Charlie Wilson, which is also really cool. And let me just say, what a performance. I'm going to be honest with you, Eric. So far, so far, because we still have a lot to go through tonight. 
but it uh, to me it was it was okay listen i will give tyler the creator credit because last year he came out with the album igor and it was very well received in fact it was critically acclaimed so i will give him that the performance tonight really didn't do it for me i didn't see too many redeeming qualities about it but i respect his vision his creativity his artistic expression so i'll give him that i'm not too well versed in him too much so i guess i see it differently to me you know i uh this is the first time i'm really like analyzing a live performance by him so to me it was something different than i'm used to seeing so i guess that's why it had a different impact on me that's why i thought it was so like epic and scale and all that because i've never really seen anyone do that before that so, makes sense. Yeah, it's definitely out of the box. Yeah, for for me at least, you know, I'm I'm still discovering a lot of uh, other artists. So, this being the first time I really pay a, paid attention to a live performance by Tyler the Creator, that's why I'm like, wow, that was pretty pretty cool. For me, Boys to Men made it just by them being involved, and uh, they really had good chemistry with Tyler on stage. The voices blended extremely well together. They can make anything sound that much better. That's the power of boys to men. <laughs> totally agree. Here we go. Best country duo slash group performance. The nominees are Brand New Man, Brooks and Dunn and Luke Combs. I Don't Remember Me Before You, Brothers Osborne. Speechless, Dan and Shay. The Daughters, Little Big Town. Common, Marin Morris, and Brandy Carlisle. Nice. Ooh, that's going to be a... Very nice. This is tough. I'm going to say Dan and Shay. What do you say? Either Marin and Brandy or Little Big Town. Speechless. Dan and Shay. Wow, Speechless. Cool. They've also been riding a... They've also been riding a wave. Nice. As of late, so... They are pumped. They they didn't think that they were going to win this. I feel like they are super pumped. This was a strong category. It was. I'm glad to see that they're doing it right this time around, it feels like. Yeah. Okay, so Dan and Shay just won, and I think that even they were surprised because they were up against Little Big Town, Brandy Carlisle, Marin Morris. There was a lot of heavy hitters in that category as well, but I think that they are extremely humble dudes. They've been riding a pretty sick wave as of late, and I'm happy for them that they won. Yeah, seriously. Never underestimated the Nashville music scene. I mean, they have that the truth? come out with a lot of amazing artists. They have die-hard fan bases yeah for sure so this was a well-deserved win for them i love i always love seeing the uh, facial expressions on a newcomer's face and they just don't understand what's going on but you know they're just nevertheless happy to be there you know yeah that split second where their head's trying to wrap around that they just got announced and that they actually won the category is pretty i love uh watching people's facial expressions and it's pretty sweet it's like the most innocent moment yeah, and then they're like, they get tongue-tied because they're like, oh, now I don't know what to say because I'm actually up here, you know? Yeah, especially if you weren't prepared for it. If you went into it thinking like, listen, I'm just going to be happy to be here. I'm not going to try to put too much pressure. And then you actually end up winning. You're like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you really have to think on your feet. Exactly. And then after that, we had a Prince tribute by Usher. How crazy was that? I mean, the dancing, his singing, his range... 
Oh, man. First of all, I know exactly why they chose Usher to do the Prince tribute, because those moves, he was trying to emulate Prince in the best way he possibly could, and there's only a select few people, especially in the music industry, that could pull that off. Usher is definitely up there on that list. And there's only a select people that can sing in that range. Yes. And he's also on that list of people that can pull that off, too. And... You know, everybody, the stage looked amazing. Everybody else was dressed really amazing as well. Yes, the stage really looked amazing. You had Prince's picture in the end and you have everything all decked out in purple, of course. And it just goes to show from his threads to his performance to the vocals, Usher worked really hard on this performance. Now, the real question is, what would Prince have thought about all of this? That's so true, Eric. Would it get the Prince stamp of approval? Yeah, I mean, this dude can go either way. Debatable, I mean, yeah. Yeah, debatable. You, he could either be blown away, and he may not show it, because, you know, that's just how he is. Or he could do an eye roll, which is typical of him whenever he's being critical. <laughs> I'd like to think, though, I'd like to think that uh, he would be somewhat impressed by it. I know I definitely was. Yeah, yeah. And, and the same thing goes for the tribute that Bruno Mars did. I'd like to think that Prince would have liked that as well yes bruno mars is definitely up there on that list along with usher that could in the small group of people that could actually pull off prince's style prince's vibe prince's performance prince's vocal very limited amount of people that walk this earth can do that and those were definitely the right people to go to to try to pay tribute to prince in this case everything was just so super smooth from beginning to end Honestly, this is going to be talked about for a long time, I feel. That's what I'm saying. You could tell that Usher worked hard on this performance, for sure. Absolutely. He was really feeling it. He was really in the moment. And so was everybody else. And I love the songs that they picked. That was great. It really was. And to end it off with Kiss, that's my favorite Prince song of all time. And When Doves Cry, that was amazing as well. Yeah, that was nostalgic to hear When Doves Cry. Because, I mean, Purple Rain, man. Purple Rain. I also want to just give a shout out to my mother real quick. Her favorite Prince song in the entire world is Kiss. And one of her favorite movies of all time is Pretty Woman. And that scene in Pretty Woman when they play the song. And yeah, so this one's for you, mom. Shout out to you. Without you, uh, I wouldn't even know who Prince was. So my mom was a huge influence growing up with 80s music and Prince was definitely on that list. So shout out to you, mom. Love you. I love you, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get back to it. Here we go. Best comedy album, Quality Time by Jim Gaffigan. Relatable by Ellen DeGeneres. Right Now by Aziz Ansari. Sign of Patricia by Trevor Noah. Sticks and Stones by Dave Chappelle. Oh, man. And Dave Chappelle doesn't get this. Dave Chappelle. Let's go. Let's go. Dave Chappelle. Of course. Of course. Was there Come ever on. any doubt? Okay, Eric, a lot to talk about. So we just watched two performances. We saw Camila Cabello perform, and we just saw Brandy Carlisle and Tanya Tucker perform. What did you think about both performances? I mean, I was on the brink of tears with Camila's performance. <laughs> I mean, wow. That is probably the most heartfelt song I've heard in a long time. 
I was going to say, hands down, my favorite performance of the night thus far. The montage of her growing up with her father playing in the background of pictures as she's singing the song that's dedicated to her father, basically expressing that he was the first man to show her what true love is really like. And I just thought it was so beautiful. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. I know I was getting emotional over it. And then by the end, she went up to her father in the audience, grabbed his hand and sang directly to him. And he he lost it and rightfully so. How could you not? Such a beautiful moment between daughter and father. I'm sure he's tremendously proud of how far she's come as a musician and for her to even be at the Grammys performing this, let alone that song, that tribute, that dedication to her father must have meant the world to him. And I just love the message. I wish there was more songs like that out, to be honest, because usually people want to focus on the negative, focus on maybe the things that they didn't have growing up or so on and so forth. But to get a song like that to pay tribute to just showing your father, your mother, your parents in general, how much you appreciate them and love them and to thank them for everything that they've done for you. It's really refreshing. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And that's a very good point that you're bringing up, that it's always really good to show the people you love how much you love them. And that's a perfect segue into the next performance, because that's kind of what that song was about. You know, Tanya sings in the lyrics that, uh, you know, you have to just really take care of expressing to the people that you love when they're still alive while you still can. Yes, love them while they're still here, not after they're gone. To take the time to appreciate them and show them how much you love them while you still have the chance to. And I I love how intimate a performance that was as well. You know, sometimes it's when you have those performances where it's nothing but vocals and a piano where things really get intense. Yep, everything stripped down. I have to say I love Brandi Carlisle. She's incredible. And uh, I really like the combination of the two. Both performances were truly great. The Grammys are killing it. So far, so good. Nothing to complain about, really. Yeah, absolutely. And let's talk about that very well-deserved win by Dave Chappelle for Best Comedy Album. Finally, Dave Chappelle gets recognized and gets his moment. We all, as fans of him for years growing up watching Dave Chappelle, we know where it's at. But apparently, when it comes to these award shows, they just are dissing him left and right. So finally, he's acknowledged. Uh, and it feels really good. I knew when they were giving the nominees, that all great comedians, by the way. So everybody that was nominated in that category, I believe, really deserved it. But if Dave didn't win this one, I was just, I was going to flip the table. <laughs> Me too. I mean, how could he not? You know, you and I both saw Sticks and Stones. What a <laughs> freaking riot that was it was so you know no disrespect to trevor aziz jim gaffigan and ellen, ellen but, yeah you know this one hands down no had brainer to be the winner no brainer at and, all and it's so funny because yes we understand that you know he you know the peak of his career was definitely Chappelle's show because it was just so groundbreaking but who would have thought that he would start writing get another wave all these years later after taking Kind of self-imposed exile, you know? Still got it. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. I think he's better now than ever. Okay, so we just watched Ariana Grande perform, and wow, she looks stunning. Oh my god, first of all, the orchestra, too. I just want to point out the orchestra, and I loved how she played 
these are a few of my favorite things and then segued and transitioned that into seven rings her big smash hit from thank you next and then she ended off with said song off of that album thank you next and i loved this performance her vocals live sound exactly like they do on the record sometimes even better live which just shows how truly talented she is you want to talk about range she's got it you want to talk about performance she's got it she's the full package in my opinion and she killed it once again killed it tonight she really did i mean everything was just epic from start to finish and let me just say the female singers tonight they're all in that same mold where they sound just like if not better than the recordings on their albums i mean that's always an awesome surprise you know i totally agree we got billy eilish coming up next very excited for this one me too i've never seen her perform live so this is gonna be super exciting Okay, Eric, we have a lot to unpack here. We just watched Billie Eilish perform with her brother Phineas, and we just saw Aerosmith and Run DMC perform. How did you feel about both performances? Billie Eilish sounds exactly the same as on the recording. Yes, she does. freaking phenomenal. Both her and her brother were phenomenal tonight. My only gripe is I wish I would have gotten more songs out of it. At least I wish I... You know, I could have heard them play Bad Guy. That would have been cool. But um, listen, I'll take what I can get, you know. That song that she played, When the Party's Over, hauntingly beautiful. The fact that Billy literally just turned 18 about a month ago. Such an incredible talent at such a young age. And wow, truly breathtaking. What a performance. Her and her brother were wearing matching outfits. I love I love uh, their relationship that they have together. They literally recorded that album straight out of their bedroom at home. And look at the life that it took within the past year. What a huge debut for Billy. And this is definitely not the last we are going to hear from Billie Eilish. They're quite the formidable duo, that's for sure. And then, moving along, we have Aerosmith and Run DMC. How'd you feel about them? So this was nostalgic for me. I'll never forget when I first saw that collaboration video of them performing together. I I was just like, what is this? You know, it's the first time I'd ever seen Run DMC. And I had just gotten into Aerosmith at the time. So I was still very much in that whole discovery phase of, of music back then. And then, like, you know, just seeing that song and the impact it created and everything that's come after it, it's made the, you know, bridging both rock and roll and hip hop possible. Without that collaboration, we wouldn't have had this tour that Lil Wayne and Blink-182 and Neck Deep went on. Yep. So, they paved the way for Jay-Z, Linkin Park. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, so many crossovers between hip-hop and rock music. And because of them, we are seeing now more than ever people try to make that crossover between the genres of hip-hop and rock music. So they have made such an impact on the music industry in that way. Love the collaboration. And they still got it. They still got it. They were up there performing together and it really felt like old times. And I'm very much excited to see Run DMC. I mean, I haven't seen them perform in a while, so that was a nice treat. And it's just nice to know that they are still able to create that same magic that they had all those years ago. And of course, it's also really awesome just to see that, you know, even though rock might not be the 
most popular genre listened to today. It's still nice to see it make an appearance on stage at the Grammys, you know? Absolutely. It's always just really awesome, especially to see bands like Aerosmith, you know, the vanguards of that era, you know, keeping that torch burning, and neither group has lost it. So this was awesome. Okay, coming up next, I'm pretty sure we have Lil Nas that's going to be performing Lil Nas X. So let's check this out. Here we go. Best rap album. Revenge of the Dreamers 3, Dreamville. Championships by Meek Mill. I Am, I Was, 21 Savage. Igor by Tyler, the Creator. The Lost By by YBN Coordinate. I don't know. Who do you think? Call it. Uh, I don't know. Tyler, maybe? Ooh. You know, I should have seen that one coming. I called it earlier. Okay, Eric, we clearly have a lot to go through with this. They announced the winner for Best Hip Hop, and that was Tyler, the Creator's album, Igor. I should have seen that coming. I should have predicted that. I did say earlier in this episode how critically acclaimed it was, but I loved Championships by Meek Mill. That was my own personal influence in my last-minute decision there. What did you think about the win? Well, I definitely think it's if it's that acclaimed, then it's definitely a well-deserved win for him. And then after Tyler's big win, we had Lil Nas X perform with BTS, Diplo, Billy Ray Cyrus, and Nas, which so many genres at once combined on one stage. You have K-pop, you have country, you have EDM, you have hip-hop. Wow. That was incredible. I never thought I would see anything like that in my lifetime. I love it. I think that this is the future of music right there. There are no rules. The genres blending together and crossing over, just like we were talking about with Run DMC and Aerosmith. This is just an enhanced version of that. What did you think of that performance? To say it was psychedelic is an understatement. I mean... It was colorful, it had so much packed into it, and I love the stage too, how representative it is of uh, just opening the doors, literally and figuratively, you know, uh, little Nas X, you know, opening door to door, and, you know, behind each door is a different artist, and they're all collaborating, and then eventually they're all in one room together, and it's just so cool to to see that, to see that we're getting to a point where labels and pigeonholing that stuff is not important anymore and it doesn't matter anymore and I'm really hoping that this is what it is now where we can just bend the rules bend reality within music and you know we can just literally just you know establish a new realm of music so to speak I love how Billy Ray and Lil Nas X broke the mold like you said they broke the barriers between what is quote unquote the norm And because of doing that, there are going to be so many more collaborations and crossovers because they took the initiative to make that uh, collaboration with each other. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, hopefully their collaboration will have the same impact that uh, Run DMC and Aerosmith had. 
in the 80s. I believe it will. I truly believe it will. Little Nas X becoming this huge country star took the world by surprise, and I love every single second of it. I cannot wait to see what he does in the future, and no matter what he decides to do in music, whether that be stay in country or explore other realms, I am all on board. So let him know what we just witnessed. What a performance. I mean... Demi Lovato. She's back, man. Demi Lovato's big return to music. It is so great to see her healthy and on stage performing. And oh my God, I got chills the entire time. She's legit pouring her heart out. You could see even from beginning to end, you could see that she had a hard time getting through that because of how personal that song is to her. And uh, everything that has taken place in her life as of recent, I am so glad that we still have her here. And uh, what a talent. What a true talent to her core. Her vocals are just out of this world. And it takes a real performer to make it through that and, you know, not break down, you know, in the middle of it or, or during any of it. I mean, at first she, you know, had a little trouble, but anybody in her situation would that's only fair but being able to sing that powerfully and that you know on point and you know just keep it together despite what she's feeling inside i mean that's the mark of a true performer and the lyrics of that song that song itself is just so gut-wrenching yeah totally you know that feeling of isolation and just you know, talking to a wall, so to speak. We've all been there, I'm sure, at some point in our lives, but, you know, when you're in her situation, it just is really soul-crushing to be in that position. And, you know, I I think the lyrics are relatable to absolutely anybody. And I'm glad that she could just put that out there and just have it be catharsis for her. Shout out to Demi for trying to overcome her demons It is not an easy road to go down, but I am just so proud of her trying to get healthy again and put herself out there once again. And this was just, oh my God, breaks your heart watching a performance like that. And this just gives more credence to Lizzo's message in the beginning where she says to reach out. You know, this is why you should reach out so that you can get to moments like this and just be able to tell the tale instead of um, having it be the other way around. Such a beautiful moment during tonight's show. It really felt like time stood still while she was singing. It was a nice surprise. I had no idea she was even performing tonight. So this was definitely a highlight for me so far during the show. Absolutely. I'd probably say it's the most um, emotional, intimate performance of the night. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. So, Eric, what do you think so far? How is the night going? Is it holding up to your expectations? How do you feel about the performances thus far? It's definitely holding up to my expectations, and at some points it's even surpassed them. You know, uh, with performances like Little Nas X's performance, Ariana Grande's performance, even Lizzo's performance. You know, you have moments like that where you have an you have a idea in your head of what they're going to be like performing, and then they just completely blow it out of the water. So this is definitely an epic night so far, and I can't wait to see what the rest of it has. 
Okay, Eric, so we just watched the Nipsey Hustle tribute featuring Meek Mill, DJ Khaled, John Legend. Help me out here. Kirk Franklin as well. Yes. So that was one heck of a tribute. Meek Mill opened it. I think he did a great job. And I'd also like to add that for me personally, I think John Legend really shined and he made the entire performance. Absolutely. I mean, I think angelic is the best word to describe this whole thing. I love that song. The song is called Higher. It was off of DJ Khaled's latest album, and it was the last song that Nipsey Hussle was a part of before he passed away. So this was a tribute to him. And I also love the fact that they put Kobe's picture up there as well next to Nipsey for a tribute to both of them. So... I thought that was really nice, and uh, the timing, unfortunately, couldn't have been any better to perform that song for the both of them. Definitely. And it was also really bittersweet to actually see and hear Nipsey rap on screen when they brought him up. You know, it's always bittersweet whenever you see someone that you, you're consciously aware of is gone, and, you know, they're, you know, it's like for that one minute they are alive again, so that was... It was really impactful for me to see that. I'd seen it before when they had, had performed the song on SNL, but obviously tonight it has a much more significant weight, you know? Here we go. It's a big category. Song of the Year. Always Remember Us This Way by Lady Gaga. Already starting out strong. Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Of course, produced by her brother Phineas. Bring my flowers now. Bring my flowers now. Tanya Tucker. Hard place by her. Oof. This is already so tough. I know. Lover by Taylor Swift. Norma Effin Rockwell by Lana Del Rey. Someone you loved, Louis Capaldi. Truth hurts, Lizzo. Oh, this just keeps getting harder. I know. I really don't know, to be honest. I'll just take a random guess. I'm going with Billie Eilish. Billy, Lizzo, or Lady Gaga, or Taylor Swift. Yes. There you go. Bad guy, Billie Eilish. Oh I was waiting for goodness. her. To, I was waiting for her to win something. Billy, Billy. Okay, so we had the nominees for best song of the year, and what a category that was! I was hoping that Billy would pull through, and I'm glad that she took it. Well deserved. Come on, bad guy was absolutely the song of the year. Absolutely, and I love that the speeches that they both gave. You know, you can tell they were both just super excited to be there. And I'm also glad that her brother brought up a great point that uh, even with all the awards and all the newfound fame, they can still make music their way. You know, it's they're not being forced to to shift their dynamic, which I think is really important. And I think it's going to keep on being crucial to their success, because if they made an album like this out of their bedroom, you know, why? Why try What's to stopping you? Absolutely. And also, why try to alter something that clearly brings success? 
you know? The way that I look at it is they were super grateful, super humble. And the message that her brother left with everybody in the audience and everybody watching at home, actually more so, is if they could create an album like that out of their bedroom, then what is stopping you from achieving your dreams? So I love the message. I believe it was so inspirational and very much well-deserved for both Billy and Phineas. So congratulations to them. And let's not forget what an amazing performance by Rosalia. Yes, Rosalia. Man, that girl can dance. I also love her voice. I love the sound of her voice. It's extremely unique. You, When you hear a Rosalia song, you automatically know it's her. So I love that about her. And oh my God, she can dance like no other. Of course. I mean, her voice, her music, her dance moves... You know, just some of the finest Spain has to offer. That's all I can say. Yeah, things are starting to really heat up now. You can't say that during each category with the nominees that they don't all deserve to be there. And that is a common theme that I'm seeing with each category throughout the night. And I'm so glad that the Grammys are getting closer and closer to reality and their ears more towards the public than just, you know... Uh, amongst their own judgment and amongst their own uh, professional quote-unquote opinion because there's been times in the past where the Grammys have been criticized for some of their uh, calls and, and their judgment and I just am very glad to see that you know throughout time it's increasingly getting better instead of worse. Yeah you know there's definitely no mismatches among any of the nominees you know it's always good to see categories where you can say to yourself, you know what, I'm happy if, you know, either this person or that person takes it because they're all deserving. Okay, Eric. So I would just like to reiterate how much I love Alicia Keys. She just performed her new song called Underdog. And wow, what an incredible performance by her. I love everything that she's about. And she's just such an incredible force. And I love everything that she's trying to spread and uh, represent and trying to be a voice for the voiceless and oh man Alicia you're just you're too good to be true <laughs> like common said her her uh, light is very much needed right now so I love that she's just pulling out all the stops to really make everybody feel good you know especially tonight yeah tonight is a night I think the world needs it especially after Kobe's passing the devastating news and all the tributes that have taken place tonight and I think that the Grammys couldn't have picked a better host once again so glad that she came back and I wouldn't be mad if she came back every year after tonight yeah and tragedies aside her performance of her song was fantastic love the new song you guys please go give it a listen it's called underdog go stream it it has such a great message And uh, yeah, Alicia is back at it again. Shout out to Brittany Howard from Alabama Shakes for accompanying Alicia on acoustic guitar. That was really awesome. And backing vocals. Yeah, that too. That was really awesome. Two very powerful ladies jamming together on stage. Can't go wrong. 
And Eric, now we are heading towards the end of the night. We still have three major categories. We did Song of the Year that went to Billie Eilish. We still have Best New Artist. We have Album of the Year. And we have Record of the Year. And I honestly couldn't tell you who is going to win what. And that is why I'm on the edge of my seat right now. And I can't wait to see what unfolds. Me too, and I can't wait to see our final batch of live performances for the night. Legend. Best song performance, Nipsey, higher with Nipsey and Khaled. Drip Too Hard, Little Baby and Gunna. Panini, Little Nas X. Ballin, Mustard featuring Ronnie Rich. The London Young Thug, the London featuring, J. Young Thug featuring J. Cole and Travis Scott. And the winner is, I'm going with Lil Nas. Ooh! Nice. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of a no-brainer, I feel like. The winner was higher... DJ Khaled, Nipsey Hussle, John Legend. Congratulations. Yeah. Rest in peace to the late, great Nipsey Hussle. All right, so we just saw Nipsey Hussle, DJ Khaled, and John Legend win for higher best hip-hop song. Eric, how do you feel about it? I think it was only fair. You know, it was... I feel like it was the obvious choice out of everybody, you yeah. know, and granted, there were some great nominees on there. Yeah, you had J. Cole. Mm-hmm, Little Nas X. And then we have her who performed, and I am always mesmerized. I could literally watch her perform for hours upon end, especially the way that she plays guitar, making it look so effortlessly. She just really blows me away. I love that she's not somebody that is worried about how many notes she can play in a certain time frame she's more about just literally letting her guitar sing and be an extension of her voice and i think that that's really freaking awesome i really love it whenever she picks up the guitar she's got my undivided attention and she's another one that i'm hoping drops new music this year i'm very very hopeful that she will give us something because all of her previous releases have been truly magnificent thus far and i still think that we're only on the surface scratching the surface with the talent that she has so shout out to her great performance tonight and yeah she just kills it every time here's to hoping for that new music all right gary clark jr and the roots eric you've been waiting for this moment all night wow i know how i feel about it how do you feel about it before I get into that, let me just say it was nice to see Bonnie Raitt perform. You know, she always yes. shows up at these things and, you know, it's rare to see her sing, pick up the guitars. So her being a legend in her own right, it was really nice to actually see her perform for a change. And as for Gary, I mean, listen, this song has so many implications in it. I'm not going to get into them. But, you know, if you listen to the album, if you've heard the song, if you've seen the music video... You know what it stands for. I don't need to explain it to you. And clearly, uh, that performance just says it all. You know, the lyrics, 
the setup of the stage, uh, you know, it speaks for itself. It now, really as, does. It as really for does. just him and the Roots, the Roots are the perfect band to accompany him on this performance. And, you know, it's not hard to see why they they were the band of choice for this. And as for him, I mean, he is his own man for sure. He's got his own sound, but at the same time, at least for fans like me and even your dad, because he's a huge fan of Gary Clark Jr., you can't see him and not think of Hendrix. It's Hendrix Reborn, really. So they may be considered new artists, but every one of these incredible artists have fought hard and pushed up against tremendous obstacles to be in this moment right here. So here are... Okay, here we go. Best new artist. Black Pumas. Billie Eilish. Lil Nas X. Lizzo, Lizzo Maggie Rogers, Maggie Rogers Rosalia, Rosalia, Rosalia Tank and the Bangas Yola Who you think's gonna win it? Little Nas X, Rosalia, Billie Eilish, Lizzo Billie Eilish, I'm gonna call it And the Grammy goes to Billie Eilish. Of course. Congratulations, Billie. You can't have the number one album of 2019 and not win Best New Artist. Ain't that the truth? Here are eight musical statements that educated us all during the past year. These are the Here we go. Album of the Year. Huge category. I, comma, I. Bon Iver. When we all fall asleep, where do we go? Billie Eilish. Thank you, next, Ariana Grande. I used to know her. Her. Seven, Little Nas X. Cause I love you, Deluxe. Lizzo. Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend. Who you think's gonna win it? Oh, no. This is a, anybody's guess. Billie Eilish, maybe? Ariana Grande. Lizzo. Billie Eilish. Congratulations to Billy, back to back. Best new artist and album of the year. I knew she was going to win big tonight. And she nailed song of the year as well. Yeah. Congratulations, Billy. Song of the year, album of the year, best new artist. She's, wow. Unstoppable. This is it. This is the big one. Record of the year. Hey Ma, Bon Iver, Bad Guy, Billie Eilish, Seven Rings, Ariana Grande, Hard Place, Her, Talk, Khalid, Old Town Road, Lil Nas and Billy Ray Cyrus, Truth Hurts, Lizzo, Sunflower, Post Malone, and Sway Lee. Honestly, this is literally anybody's guess. Yeah. You want to take a guess? Billy, Lizzo, Ariana. Lil Nas, maybe? And the Grammy. Maybe her. Billy again? Goes to. Lizzo? Her, maybe? Bad guy, Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Wow. This is phenomenal. <laughs> She's sick of going up. This is phenomenal. Billy stole the Grammys. She stole the show tonight, and rightfully so. Congratulations to Billy.
Honestly, Eric, what a night. Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas stole the show. They made out like bandits, song of the year, album of the year, record of the year, best new artist, rightfully so. That was one of my personal favorite albums that came out last year. I know that it was on your list as well. And holy crap, Billy, insane, absolutely insanity. She was 17 when that record was, was released. She just recently turned 18 years old. Oh, man. What it must feel like to be Billie Eilish right now. She's probably just like, you know, like, leave me alone to process it all. She's on top of the world right now, dude. Yeah, I mean, wow. And, you know, we've seen various years where you have artists walking away with, like, a lot of stuff before. But to be so young and to just, you know, hit that peak where you get all the major categories, I mean... I can't even imagine what that must feel like, you know? And let's not forget talking about that final performance of the night. Yeah, that was so cool to pay tribute to Ken. He's going to be really missed after this. I mean, wow, so many years of service to put on the spectacle that is the Grammys. I mean, that can't be easy. And it's just really awesome to for him to say that he wanted a big send-off like that and you what a way to go out. So many guests on there. Cindy Lauper, Gary Clark Jr., Camila Cabello, Lang Lang. So many dancers as well. You had Common on there. Oh, man. Incredible. Yeah. What a way to end the show and what a way to go out. Seriously. And just congratulations in general to all the performers, nominees, winners, everybody all around. You guys all worked your asses off all of last year to, you know, be at this ceremony and. You know, it, it's just really awesome to see all of that talent in one room. And you know what? Congratulations to the Grammys for putting on a great show all around with live performances. The nominees. What a magical night tonight was. Yeah, the nominees were all, you know, I would say balanced in all the categories. You know, there was nothing that I could say, oh, that was a mismatch or this didn't fit. That didn't fit. I wasn't happy with this. I was very pleased with this year's uh, Grammy ceremony. I completely agree wholeheartedly. I think that compared to some previous years that this Grammy show really had everything. It was very much well-rounded and I didn't have anything to criticize about it too much. I got to say, I'm very pleased with everything that took place tonight. And I thought it was a very well-rounded, exciting and uh, thrilling show. Yeah, it all flowed very well, and you don't get that very much with many award shows, so if they can keep this going, that would be phenomenal. Well, there you have it, you guys. You got our live reactions of the 62nd Grammy Award show tonight. This was a lot of fun, Eric, and I can't wait to do this again. I really hope we can do this for future whatever there is to react to live, you know? That is definitely the goal. That is the goal. So, you guys, let us know, with that being said, if you enjoyed today's episode if you would like us to react live to other award shows and just other things in general that involve music we would love to get your feedback and also we want to know what you thought about tonight's show who did you want to win what did you think about the performances the nominees the categories the winners we want to know it all you guys head over to www.musicmattersmedia.com and let us know over there and don't forget to follow us on social media we are on twitter tumblr instagram and facebook at music matters media 
stay tuned for our next episode.